For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Dodici. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we've got a campus COVID-19 case update and a recap of this weekend's CPUC meeting, plus some interesting international relations and more news of Tigers in the Olympics. It's Wednesday, February 16th. Yesterday, we reported that campus COVID-19 cases had continued to decline for three weeks in a row. Unfortunately, this week saw the end of that trend. The University COVID-19 dashboard reported 84 new undergraduate cases on Monday alone, the highest single-day undergrad tally ever. Still, the university's risk classification remains at moderate to high, according to the same dashboard. The spike comes just over a week after guidelines were loosened for gatherings and testing, such that many students are now only testing once a week and food is now allowed at gatherings. We'll keep you posted on changing case rates and any updated guidelines throughout the week. On Monday, the Council of the Princeton University Community, or CPUC, met for their monthly meeting. Daybreak's Hope Perry sat down with news staff writer Aiden Yakabuchi to recap. Hi Aiden, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you too, it's, I'm really excited. <laughs> okay, so I just want to start off. So you were at the meeting of the Council of the Princeton University Community on Monday. What were like the top two takeaways from that meeting? One of the top two takeaways was the long-term solutions or innovations of the university in terms of COVID and as well as in terms of where we're going to be expanding the student body as well as expanding the actual campus. Um, in terms of COVID, he talked a lot about, you know, living in a post-pandemic world per se, not post-COVID world because he said, He's kind of said that it was going to be part of us for a long time. And this is President Eisgruber that you're talking about? Yes, it's President Eisgruber. Uh, he basically talked about, you know, having uh, vaccine mandates and as well as discouraging, you know, coming to class as a faculty or a student if you are um, symptomatic. But he also talked about per- uh, potentially prudently loosening the restrictions on COVID. In terms of um, innovation of expansion of campus, they're building two new residential colleges uh, south of Pole Field that will increase the student body by about 10%. In addition, they're also going to be building um, Lake Campus across um, Lake around Lake Carnegie in West Windsor that will house graduate athletic facilities in a sustainable fashion. So that's like the two big things of his presentation. Okay, great. So one other thing that I wanted to ask you about. So what did uh, President Eisgruber have to say in response to student questions that came up? I will say that a lot of the questions from the council as well as from students actually kind of were, were, were very much short-term rather than long-term as, as the presentation was mostly about um, and actually led to quite a tumultuous discussion. I didn't realize how much tension there would be there. One of the uh, uh, one of the um, groups that we're talking about, Divest Princeton, wanted to know uh, what, uh, what Princeton was doing in terms of divestment and how the president wanted to, w- would respond to potentially divesting from fossil fuels. Um, And the president basically responded by saying that he would um, always side with what is best for the university, um, its longevity, financially and physically. Um, He said that it wasn't in his decision to really make those decisions, but rather Prinko, as well as other administrators that made those financial decisions for the university. And he said that he wanted to make sure that Princeton would be able to remain as an institution salient uh, for generations to come. And if that meant you know, keeping the investments where they are, that meant kind of keeping the investments where they are. Okay, thank you so much for joining me, Aiden. You're so welcome. In international news, Russia announced that it's pulling some troops back from Ukraine's border. However, United States President Joe Biden said the U.S. has not yet been able to verify the claim and maintains that, quote, an invasion remains distinctly possible. According to American and European officials, there were previously more than 150,000 Russian troops positioned along Ukraine's border. 
And ending today on an Olympic note, it's a big week for Princeton in Beijing. Former football and track star Charlie Volker, class of 19, made his Winter Olympics debut earlier this week in the two-man bobsled. He and driver Hunter Church had a slow showing, finishing 27th of 30 teams, but Volker's focus is fixed on his event this weekend. After the last run yesterday, he tweeted, quote, This one stings, but we're here for the four-man, not the two-man. And on another kind of ice, Sarah Fillier, class of 24, and Claire Thompson, class of 20, will be going for gold on behalf of Canada in the women's ice hockey final tonight at 11.10pm Eastern. The Northerners will face off against Team USA in a matchup that's become the standard for the gold medal round. The teams have met in five of the six women's hockey finals since the sport was introduced to the Olympic Games in 1998. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode is written by Hope Perry and me, sound engineered by Hope Perry, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horn, class of 2022. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Mark Tradici. Have a wonderful day.